Welcome to From Numbness to Fulfillment podcast with Jordana Meazza. That's me. My goal here is to help you feel alive, love your life and enjoy it to the fullest. For this, we'll use incredible breakthrough tools, insights and research that I discovered in my own journey from a very disconnected self to who I am today. So if you feel kind of unplugged from your life, from who you truly are or lost or stuck, and you want to not only know but become the best wholehearted version you can be, I am so here for you. And I promise you'll feel free, empowered, and more you than ever before. So grab a cup of your favorite drink, get comfortable, and come join me every week in this journey from numbness to fulfillment. Hello, welcome to another episode of From Numbness to Fulfillment. Seven days have passed since the last time we spoke and I want to share with you something I've been doing that it was so simple and yet so amazingly good for my mood, my energy, my brain. I've been for the past two weeks completely unplugging from my computer and phone during the weekends. It was so, so good, so restorative. I spend more time with my husband and kids. I cooked. I ate, of course, a lot. I relaxed. It was nice. It was really, really nice. It is so important to pay attention to, to us to recognize how and when we may be pushing ourselves a bit more than we need to and to be able to pause, to step out of the hamster wheel that we are used to and breathe And then we can jump back in at any time, but with more awareness, so we can choose where we put our energy. So speaking about energy and choosing today, as promised, I'll talk about the last step of the four-step process of choosing the life you want. If you didn't listen to the previous three episodes, I really encourage you to do so. Still is a non-linear process anyway, so just to summarize... The first step was what I wear. The second step was what surrounds me. The third step was what I believe. And finally, this one, the fourth, is who I'm with. As you can imagine, this step is all about the people in your life. Could be anyone. Could be your partner, kids, parents, or any other family member. Could be co-workers, bosses, of course. Anyone close or somewhat close to you that may have an effect on you, your mood, your mind, your self-talk. So who are these people? The people I'm talking about are the ones that have some kind of relationship with you, but that relationship is not only not serving you, it is depleting you. I chose to do the relationship decluttering last because sometimes we feel some kind of obligation, like we have to put up with those attitudes because we are married or it's family or it's my boss. And we end up pushing what we feel down, 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 down. And that is not healthy for us. It's not healthy for both parties, actually, because as long as we keep this interaction going, we are agreeing somehow that this is okay for us. So we won't change our actions and the other won't change theirs. Some things we can't avoid and some things we can, but we don't. Because it's so much easier to just close our mouth and let the moment pass, not be the one creating conflict. And that's okay if we choose to. And if it's not the usual, of course. 
But if we check in with ourselves and we don't choose to be part of that relationship, then we can choose our actions and do something that feels more aligned with us. Even though we may need or want or prefer baby steps to get us there. You may be in a relationship with someone that is toxic for you, but from 1 to 10 is a 6. So it's not all the way up to 10, but still affects you. In any case, you know what's toxic for you and when enough is enough. Sometimes it's not even to remove them completely. It could be reducing the time you spend with them or see them less often. You can take as many steps as you want. The thing is that people you spend your time with has a huge impact on how you feel about yourself and what do you think is possible for you. If you're always with negative people, your mind will tend to circle around those thoughts. And the opposite of that is also true if you spend your time with productive or more optimistic people. Again, your brain will circle around those thoughts and you may feel that you have more possibilities like more ideas to grow your business or more confidence to get out of your comfort zone if that's the attitude of the people you spend your time with. I shared with you a couple of weeks ago that I had to distance myself from a family member because that relationship was hurting me. It was hurting me a lot actually and this has been going on for years, many many years. I always tried to help her, I tried to be there for her and every time that I got hurt I found myself not being able to sleep for weeks, months even. Just having these thoughts over and over again of what if I've done this instead of that and Time and time again, this person came back and I thought and decided it was best to continue like nothing happened. But then again, sooner or later, I ended up in the same place, same place as before. And you know that saying that goes, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me? It wasn't until I recognized how I was contributing to the toxicity of this relationship that I was able to make a full stop on it. In the last argument we had, in that precise moment that that was going on, I just saw my whole life with her and I felt sadness, deep sadness, and at the same time, I felt it was the end. And even though it may not be the end, like the end forever, I knew I needed to cut this relationship from my life for the time being. For now, is forever, but it doesn't have to be. If at some point in the future I feel that I want to contact her again, I will. I am always honoring what I feel, it's more aligned with me, and that's what I always encourage you to do. You know yourself, you know what feels aligned with you and what doesn't. So for now, what I feel is to protect myself and those I love by distancing myself from this. You know the other saying, Today, today I'm full of sayings that goes, it takes two to dance tango. I know that one because I'm Argentinian, but I'm sure you heard this one too. So if we imagine each relationship as a dance of two, whatever I do, the other responds to it. And the same way around. So if I want to change something in a relationship, I need to stop playing the role I'm playing in order to create a new normal, a new dance. Most relationships are built this way. We start, we see something we want to change, we move position. Then the other person moves as well. And 
If this dance of cause and effect functions, then we'll have a relationship that's good for us, that grows with us, with us both. But what happens in those relationships that the other person is so comfortable in their role that they won't change it, no matter what you do? Well, my friend, in that case, we have two options. We keep playing the role we are used to and ignore what we feel is best. Or we stop dancing and find another partner. And by partner, I not only mean husband or wife. If you're used to spend your time with this person, find another person to spend your time with. I'm not saying get rid of everyone in your life that is not uplifting. Of course not. We all have rough patches. So we don't want to be that person that if the other is sad or having a bad day or a bad week, we just fly away. We don't want to be that. What I'm saying is that if this relationship is longer than a couple of months, you most certainly know by now what to expect when a certain situation starts unfolding. Because that's kind of the usual of that person. So what I want to do is share with you some simple ways of recognizing a toxic or unhealthy relationship. This way, you can be more aware of who you choose to spend your energy with. Here are some behaviors that are part of the personality and don't change much unless with professional help. Being aware of this will help us not overlook these signs, believing that they will eventually change. These behaviors are not temporary. They will persist over time, no matter the circumstances. So these are the warning signs. 1. Blame. Whatever happens, they blame anyone else except themselves. And of course, they're always right. 2. Irritability. They easily get angry about everything. It's like the fuse could blow at any time. They use this to control, so you may find yourself like walking on eggshells, just so you don't irritate them. 3. Sarcasm. That's wit with bitterness behind it. 4. Disparaging humor. This is similar to sarcasm. Here they diminish what you do by masking it like it's a joke. And if you don't like it and say something to them, then you are too tight or you love drama. Then again, you can see that the blame is always yours. 5. Punitive mindset. People deserve whatever wrong is happening to them. Another example is if they did something wrong and you reacted, they may say, sorry, but you made me do it. You shouldn't have done that. Like you deserve it because you pressed my buttons. That's not an apology after all. 6. Controlling. For example, if they tell you, mm, you don't look good in t-shirts, then if they see you using a t-shirt, they'll get upset with you because if you cared for them, then you wouldn't wear it. So because you care and they manipulate you, associating their opinion to the fact that you care or not about them, then you stop using t-shirts so you don't invalidate them. 7. Excessive insecurity. You have to be constantly reassuring them you care for them and constantly doing their way because otherwise they don't feel good about themselves and they'll blame you for that. 8. Manipulation. They use a lot of if-then sentences and they don't like getting no for an answer. So they will use different ways to get you to change your mind. They can even ask why many times. So you have to 
kind of reconstruct your answer over and over again until you run out of answers and you'll say yes. Nine, self-centered. They are the takers. They take, 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 and don't give until their needs are fully met. And they may give, but give very little and feel they gave too much and tell you that you're taking advantage of them. You may be even reluctant to get anything from them because you know that there is always a high price to pay. So these are just a few, a few ways of recognizing them. They are not all, but I thought the nine was quite a number. If you recognized someone in your life that has these traits, try just for these weeks to take a break from your interactions with this person so you can sit with you and check how you feel when you're not around them, if you miss this person, and what is that you miss? Pull back as far as you need to so you can protect your self-esteem. We want to be more aware of these, so if we have someone like this in our lives, we can see it clearly, pause, and ask ourselves, do we really want this relationship or not? What's the cost of it? Maybe... It's too high a price to pay if every time we meet I feel drained, angry, negative or doubting myself after. So pay attention how do you feel after every interaction? How did you feel after every interaction? If you felt drained or frustrated? Or like you're always questioning where you stand in this relationship? Like... If it's your partner, you don't know how long you can put up with this behavior and you'll want a divorce. Or if it's your boss, how long you'll have that job or want that job. Those are all signs that that relationship is not serving you. This will help you choose how you want to behave from now on. I want to make a stop here and say that if based on everything I told you today, you recognize that you have someone in your life like this and you feel that no matter what you do, you cannot handle the situation and it's very difficult to distance yourself from this person, please look for professional help. You don't need to go through this alone. You can always contact me, of course. Know that you don't have to make any drastic changes either. Maybe by being aware of this, you can... Just pull back ever so slightly. This way, by moving position, you'll be aligning your role more to you, to what feels good to you. I know today was a bit of a heavy topic, but it's so important in this process of freeing yourself, of becoming your best version, that you know where you are and where you want to go. And time will pass with or without these people. So... Make sure it's your choice and not simply inertia or passivity. Hope you found this information helpful so you can be more aware and choose how you spend your time and energy. Remember, just do one step at a time. Until next week. Bye-bye.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you got something out of it. For questions or comments on this or a future show, you can send them to me to Jordana at fromnumbnesstofulfillment.com or let's connect on Instagram, that's at jordana.miatza. Also, I created a private Facebook community because I love doing these podcasts, but this is just one way street and I want to talk with you. I want to know you. So there we can all get together a safe space where we can be ourselves fully and we can all support each other. I'm there every day to inspire you. There may be some dance videos and some surprise lives here and there. So together we can make life more fun, enjoyable and meaningful. To join, super easy, go to Facebook and search from Numbness to Fulfillment community, answer a couple of questions, those are just for me, and be part of these beautiful and so needed conversations that we started here. If you like this podcast, subscribe if you didn't so you never miss out and make sure you rate it. I know I always say that, but I mean it. Please, if you think something I said resonated or helped you in some way, your review can help this podcast be seen by someone that really, really needs it. And if you think something I said today could help someone you know right now, please share this episode with them. Remember, we are all in this together, so be kind, be authentic, be courageous, and gift the world your best wholehearted self. And if at some point gets overwhelming, think just one step at a time. Let's meet next week for another episode to take you from numbness to fulfillment. Have a great week. Bye-bye.